Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey guys, welcome back to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next step toward Christ. I'm here with Pastor Clint. How's it going? And Pastor Grant. Hey everybody. Hey, we're glad to be back with you guys. Super Uh, happy. Yeah, it's awesome. We are, what are we talking about today? We're talking about serving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've been in that series that... uh, Pray, serve, give, gather. Pray, serve, give, gather. That really catchy little phrase that God gave you. Yes. It's been super helpful for the church. I think it's been helpful. We've heard good stuff from people and it's been been a good time. Well, today we are talking about serving. So I have to say that like serving is hard in the middle of quarantine. You know, yeah. when we think about serving, normally we think about being in people's lives, doing hands-on stuff that yep. helps people face to face, shoulder to shoulder, but we can't do that today. It's weird. And I mean, I mean, we were just saying before the podcast started recording, it's just good to see each other again, right? Like Absolutely. it's good to be in the same it building. It really is. You know, it's good even six feet apart. Which we, we are. We, it's measured out. It's Even though you do have your Memphis State shirt on, but hey. I do, baby. You know. That's what's up. Go Tigers. That's the Tigers right there. <laughs> Go Tigers, baby. But uh, thank you for noticing. That was so nice. Thanks for noticing. Uh, see, that's the that's the type of it's interaction we don't get normally. It's yep. the kind of love we miss right. when we're not around <laughs> each other. But you're right. But it is. we When you think about serving, you think about, I'm going to go do something for somebody. I'm going to go encourage someone face-to-face and all that. And, and that's been taken away during this time. It has. Yeah. It's really challenging for us to figure that out. So let's let's talk about some, maybe some practical ways in which we can serve and in the yeah. middle of all of this, it's not shoulder to shoulder, but because uh, you know, again, we want to we want to honor everybody else around us so that mm-hmm. we don't pass this thing on and make people sick, and yeah. we want to do the right thing when it comes to that. But we also recognize that the mission never stops; the mission continues. Yeah. That even in the middle of a quarantine, we're still called to be disciples of Jesus. Yeah. So serving doesn't stop then, but it just looks different. It does because yeah. because this looks this looks incredibly different. I, I'll give you a, a, an example. The first thing that comes to my mind when we think about serving during this time is a financial need, which is true mm. for a lot of people. Let's just be honest, yep. and and that's not saying anything negative about anybody who has that need. All right, like that's just that's just life. Some people have been furloughed. Some yeah, people lost right. their job. Some people just in they're just in difficult places. Um, and so and so that's a, that's like an obvious one. And we'll talk we'll talk more about that. Yeah, in um, fact, we, we have a podcast coming up where we're going to be talking just yeah, about next that week. Yeah. exclusively. We're going to talk about giving, but. Outside of that, you know, it's interesting. We had a we have a, a, a family in one of our grace communities who both of them were furloughed. So they have kids. Both of them were furloughed, and we were we were, you know we were praying for them. They're super nervous about it. We were praying like, Lord, please, 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 like let them keep their job. So I called them and I said, Hey, how are you guys doing? Because I found out they both were furloughed, and they they both said we're fine. We're absolutely fine. They said we got the mm-hmm. the stimulus check came in. Because uh, they they had a ton of kids as well, and so they had the stimulus check come in. <laughs> Their unemployment was fine. One of them works for a company with a mouse at the head of it. Cool, anybody awesome. willing to say it? Right? Yeah, I don't no. think we well, can afford we, it's to trademarked. Say it. Can we say it? Okay, it's trademarked. <laughs> anyway, so we'd have to pay. Um, it, it rhymes with Fizzney. mouse house. Uh, so anyway, mouse the um, but like they they handled the unemployment for him. Got him, you know, got it immediately registered for him. So like he said, we're we're actually fine, right? Hmm. And so uh, and so I think we're running into a lot of people like that. And so maybe the needs just look different. So so financially wasn't their need, but they have a lot of kids and they're at home with them all the time and they're struggling with homeschool with the kids. And yeah. so 
you know, what they needed more than anything was someone to listen to them. What they needed more than anything was someone checking in with them. And, and that is a way of serving. I mean, I, yeah, I, think, I think that's an important part of the process. You bring up a really good point, Grant, and that is that Thank the, con- <laughs> <laughs> the context of this crisis is a little bit different. In 2008, when we went through the financial crisis, it was a financial crisis. Yeah. We didn't have, you know, a Fed that stepped up and started generating tons of money for everybody and all that sure. kind of stuff. And the, like you called it, the stimulus check. So right now it feels like, well, there are some people certainly that are struggling financially and we're doing our best to, to take care of everybody in the church right. that, that's doing that and the community as well. But for most people now, that's not the primary issue. The issue is more maybe psychological even. It's encouragement. Mm-hmm. It's encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. It's monotony that yeah. people are going through. It's a lack of structure. You know, people are going through all of these things right now. They're like, I, I keep hearing over and over and over again, people say, I can't get my footing. I can't mm-hmm. come up with a regular rhythm. Yeah. You know, just nothing seems to be really clicking the way that it should be. And that totally makes sense. But that's a way for us to be able to serve. It really has shifted. I mean, we've gone from doing very hands-on things to I need a phone call. I need someone to pray with me. I need to have a conversation. I need, and then what they're looking for in a lot of ways is community. And so doing that in this season and serving in this season looks very different. I mean, it is, it's an email, a phone call, a Zoom chat. Right. It's, it's all of those things to where you're just taking aside your time and you're saying, I'm going to invest in you. Yeah. I'm going to love on you. I'm going to pour truth into your life and, and helping in those ways, as opposed to I'm going to show up at your house and come and clean your room, you know, or whatever right. that yeah. looks like. Yeah. So. One of my favorite authors is Henry Nouwen, and um, Nouwen was a professor at Harvard and Yale and Princeton. He would lecture back and forth and draw large crowds of people. Um, but because he was so committed to service, he spent the last 10 years of his life actually taking care of a mentally handicapped young man named Adam. It was a profound thing. One of the things that we talk about here at Grace is that the strong take care of the weak. And mm-hmm. you actually find that principle in Romans 15.1, where it says, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. A big piece of service right now for us is living a life of thinking about other people, yes. making sure that we're not just making sure that all of our stuff is okay. We're making sure that our neighbor's okay. We're making sure that our right. church is okay. We're making sure that the people that really are more vulnerable and weak in our society are the ones that we're focusing our attention on. Mm. And we can do that through a myriad of ways. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you, you talk about turning our attention towards that because um, I think we see that in, in Philippians. You know, Pastor Clint preached on this, um, I'm trying to think, now that we've recorded, it's a couple Sundays ago, yeah. right? So if someone's listening to this this week, go back a couple weeks, you'll find Pastor Clint's message on serve, and uh, you use Philippians. And in Philippians 4, uh, it talks about this, talking about turning our attention towards serving other people. In Philippians 4.10, it says, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. He says, you renewed your concern for me. In other words... These people were looking, they were being proactive, looking for the needs that Paul had. Like they weren't prompted, right? Like there wasn't anybody coming up to him going, hey, when was the last time you gave to the mission of Paul? When was the last time? No, no, no. It says, you renewed your concern for me. And so they were being proactive, looking for the needs of people. And I think, like Pastor Mike, what you just said is is exactly right. What, What we just pulled out of Rome is exactly right. We in strength, like whatever strength God has given you, maybe that's that's physical strength, maybe it's, it's strengths of opportunity or strengths of finances, emotional yeah, strength, right. whatever it is, we are the ones that should be looking for the needs around us rather than, well, if someone needs something, they'll come ask me. Because right. can we just be honest? No, they won't. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's a very Good important point, point yeah. especially when we're talking about helping people financially. And again, we're, we're going to talk about that you know, next week. But, but at the end of the day, people want to be helped with dignity, 
They don't want to be shamed as if we're coming in and saying, we're the professionals, we're going to fix this, you know, just follow us. What they want is to feel a connection. And I think that's part of the whole, like I was going back to what I was talking about before with Henry Nowen, you know, spending 10 years with a mentally handicapped young man Mm. is, I mean, taking care of every single one of his needs. And now, now basically said that what's one of the most important ways that we serve other people is with the ministry of presence. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes it's very, very practical hands-on things. Sometimes it's just sitting with someone, you know, and caring for them and loving them and saying, you know, I'm strong right now. I've got some emotional resiliency in the middle of all this. You're struggling. How can I carry the load with you? Because that's what we're supposed to do, bear each other's burdens. Dude, yeah. I love that so much. Philippians talks about considering others as more important than yourselves and how much more in the season. I mean, we, Gina and I did this video of how serving others, oftentimes we think of people outside our family or outside our close circles. But right now, I mean, in COVID-19, we've got to serve people who are close to us. And so that actually, exactly what Pastor Mike just said, is that we need to be present. I mean, I can even say today, Jean came in the room and she was feeling a certain way about something, a little overwhelmed about kind of some things that are coming can, can up. Can you tell us what it is? Uh, yeah. Come on, come on. Just tell us. That I mean, was awesome. She was feeling a certain way about some situations. <laughs> she didn't listen to this. You know that. So come on, just share. And everybody else be cool. So right? anyways, <laughs> Don't she, tell she, her. She's, she's telling me everything. And you know what I wanted to do is just fix it. And just yeah. say, hey, here. Actually, I even said, let me frame this for you, honey. Like this is this <laughs> oh is what we need gosh. to do. You know, that and explains the black that's good, that's and good. She looked that's good at me. husbanding right there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she looked at me. She she just stared at me like this isn't what I need right now. And I realized, oh, I'm not being present. I'm just trying to fix. That's good. And so I slowed yeah. down and said, honey, I'm so sorry. I'm listening. I want to validate what you're feeling. I want to hear what you're saying, and I want to help you and, and be patient with you. That's and good. it was like she turned the corner. So much faster That's good. had it been. I'd just been like, hey, here's the way it's going to go. Yeah. You know, now that is good husbanding. I mean, no, seriously, <laughs> that's fantastic. Now, Pastor Clint, let me, that was a good point. Let me reframe this for you. Uh, the way that you need to think, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, what both of you said, I haven't really thought about until this moment, which is it's not just that we serve, but it's the way that we serve people. Yep. It's, it's this, this consideration, right? Um, I love that. I love that consideration that we think about. Um, how not only am I going to help you, but but am I going to help you with with a gentleness that you need? Am I going to help you with a kindness that you need? I love that being being so considerate, and it, it makes me think back to. And I bet I bet everyone listening think about those moments when when you've been served the most, you felt the most loved by somebody. I bet if you look back at their words, and I bet if you look back at the way that they came alongside you and helped you, I bet they were so gentle and you didn't even realize it. Like we we had someone recently uh, in the same way, like being concerned about us. So, so we're about to move. Um, we, we've been renting a home for a couple of years and we're about to move. And, uh, I'm really excited to do it in the month of June. I was like, when could I get a heat stroke? Now, June will do it. So, so we're, we're going to do that. And, uh, and, and someone, someone recently was asking me when I told him about it, he was asking me, what, what do you need? Like, that was his first question. What do you need? Not where's the house, not how big is it? Not what does it look like or anything like that, but, but what do you need? He was looking for a need, but then, you know, as I think about it, I, I kind of went, I, we're okay. Like, we're okay. Yeah. And then throughout the conversation, he kept 
coming back to. He really wanted to help us in a specific way, but he didn't want to like hurt my pride. You know what I mean? Like he didn't want to be like, well, I can provide better than you can for your family or you know what I mean? Or I can, I can handle this move better than you can. He didn't want to do that. And so he was really gentle as, as he kept offering like his assistance or is there, can I, can I please come help you move or can I do this for you? And so I, that's so amazing to think about. It's not just that we should serve, but are we, how are we serving? Are we serving with a, a consideration and a kindness and a gentleness that, um, that, that really helps somebody? I love that, man. I love that. Even with the idea of serving and considering others is more important than yourselves and, you know, being there, being present. Uh, I was really touched recently. So we had a couple in our, at our campus who, um, he currently, his greatest, um, revenue is over the summer. And actually, May is the biggest month of revenue for the year for him. Oh, man. And it, everything's been shot. Like, he can't actually, the kind of thing that he does, he can't do right now, oh, pretty man. much. I mean, across the board, it's very hit and miss. And he was at my house with his wife, and they were bringing things to our home for my, I don't know if y'all heard about my crazy poison ivy deal. I can't but, even look at you right now. <laughs> I'm highly allergic to poison ivy, so I have all these flare-ups on my arms. And they were showing up. And uh, and just serving, bringing aloe, doing all the stuff. And he was sitting there telling me about his story. And I was going, why are you in my house, like, doing this for me? Like, you, I- I'm sure you've got so much going on internally and everything. And he's like, man, I'm here to serve you. And I, I want to be the body of Christ to you. And, and they're consistently doing it. And so as I was thinking about it, when we're talking about serving, oftentimes we feel like we don't have ways that we can serve in this crisis. But we really all do. And some of it's going to be receiving at times, but it's also going to be giving maybe in ways that we didn't think. We just have to take our eyes off ourselves and put them on others and consider others as more important than ourselves. So, Yeah, man, I think that's awesome. And I, I think that, you know, when we ask ourselves the question, like, why are you guys doing this? Because that's what the church is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah you know that's what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's the function of the church. The church is this radical community in the middle of a world that's lost and dying that's being renewed by God. Yeah. You know, and because of that, the overflow flows into other people's mm-hmm. lives, you know? And so I think that's a, I think it's a really important, it's a really important for us to recognize that this flows out of who we are as Christians. Yeah. It flows out of, you know, what we're called to be and who we're called to, what we're called to do. Are there practical ways that people could serve? Like we keep talking about in this time, maybe, it, maybe it looks different. And so maybe there are people going, I'm, I'm amped, I'm ready. I want to serve. Are there practical sure. ways we could we could give people you know tips like maybe try this you could serve people in this way yeah absolutely because I mean I think what we've talked about so far is the heart behind serving mm-hmm. and yep. so here's some practical ways maybe that we can we can talk about um, serving our neighbors first of all you can check on your neighbors um, this yeah. is one of those things years and years ago if you've been around Orlando for a while we went through a series of three hurricanes within a matter of like two months yeah and it was crazy. rough they all landed close they were huge hurricanes and I got to know all kinds of people in my neighborhood because we had right. to have literally, because we have these big windy oak trees, we had to have chainsaws just to, to get out of the neighborhood. Three or four Let's be people. Honest, you were living your best life. I was living my best life at that point. You? I was just, Covered I had a flannel shirt on, flannel <laughs> shirt, you know, boots. Oh, and uh, it was awesome. I grew the beard out even longer. <laughs> the first time I met you, you said, you can call me Pastor Mike or Buzzsaw. Or Buzzsaw. Like, what right. does that mean? Like, I don't understand. And now, I know. now it all makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So there we are, just chainsawing our ways out. Is is really interesting that three people from that season 
in my neighborhood now go to Grace and have been going to Grace for years. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Simply because we checked on each other, but it's really weird. In the regular life, we don't really have the opportunity. We do have the opportunity, but we're distracted. 100%. Right? 100%. I mean, that's what one of the things that this situation has done for us is it's removed all the distractions. Yeah. We're yep. with family. We're doing this. We're doing that. Yeah. It's also kind of given us – it's kind of funny. We hear this too. <laughs> People who say things like, you know, I kept thinking I'm going to read through the Bible as soon as I get the time. And they're like, <laughs> I got the time and I'm still not doing it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, you make time for what you really yeah. love. All right. So you can check on your neighbors. Uh, you can explore ways to connect with people like virtually and volunteer kinds mm-hmm. of ways. How can I support you? How can I help you? How can we, we talked a little bit about that. Um, we can give blood. We did that this week. Yep. Uh, don't, I don't, what's this we business? <laughs> yeah. Got a mouse in your pocket? Grant cannot even look at Clint's hands right now. He's yeah. not going to give blood. <laughs> But right. it's funny. We opened that blood mobile up here. We had two of them here, awesome. and every appointment was I filled. Did, I didn't give. They let me take a withdrawal, though, which I thought was weird. <laughs> One of the other things that you can do is you can be a leader in the middle of all of this. You can be a leader. And what does that mean? It means that you can set the pace for people around you. When they're sure. feeling down, you can be the one that says, you know what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to turn around. Everything's going to be better. One day, uh, things are going to be better. There's good stuff that's coming down the road. That's right? a great point. That's yeah, a great that point because you think about all that we take in, uh, Yeah, I mean, like news-wise and things like that. I mean, every, every headline is supposed to shock you. Have you guys heard about the uh, murder hornets? Murder hornets. Love these things. Have you guys heard about them? No. Destroying bees. Clint, you haven't heard about no. murder hornets? Oh, come on. Oh, my you got to tell me, man. We're going to do a whole podcast everywhere. on it. But, like, these murder hornets are two inches long, all right, and they just come to the United From States. From Asia. Are you serious? They kill 50 people a year. Look, they're this big. They're, they're, they're two, and inches, two long, inches long, bro. Two right? inches long. They're ginormous. But So I read this. Here's the, here's the <laughs> article title, okay? It was something like this. It was basically like, murder hornets invade, uh, invade America cannot be stopped. And cannot I was like, stopped. what? You're like, no. Like, no. You know what? A can of raid will kill a regular <laughs> like, murder hornet. 100%. As much as- like, what does that mean? Cannot be stopped. <laughs> it is the sensationalism but of it's our the sensationalism. world. And so that's what people are getting all times. And, and by the way, now everyone, everyone listens to this podcast, you know, they're walking around thinking about murder hornets. That's true. And so think uh, about- I'm not going to sleep tonight. Well, <laughs> you know. think, well, you haven't been anyway. Look at that wrist, bro. God, that Looks like a murder idea. hornet had <laughs> his way with <laughs> that wrist. It got you, man. That but, was bad. But I think about, but I think about like, what if we could be those voices of calm? What if we could be those voices yeah, of exactly. encouragement? You know, and exactly. and just what a, what an exciting thing, you know, to to have that opportunity to be mm-hmm. there. For yeah, because I mean, leadership is thought leadership, right? That's yeah. right. I mean, leadership is helping people to see the truth, and that's really the that's really the point of what we're talking about. Because really, at the end of the day, that's a headline that's going to grab a bunch of clicks, and that's what that's for. But it's not true. Yeah, right. It's not like these murder words. Well, I don't know. I read the headline and then I just couldn't go any further. I passed out. <laughs> so I don't. It could be true. It's I, I don't know. know. It's not like these murder hornets. You know, you can't take a Uzi to them. You, you can't. can't. You, you, I mean, you can't gas them. You, you can't, can't gas them. I, I yeah. think they're, I heard they're, they're made of whatever the sun is made. They're of. made of wood. Is what I heard. That's right. That's right. You can't. They're them. from Phoenix, but I mean, I don't <laughs> they're, know. They're, you know. They're just unstoppable. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, one of the other things that I think is important for us to uh, to say. We need to take care of ourselves during this mm. uh, situation, you know, because what I find right now, and I know that you guys find the same way, we're pouring out and pouring out and pouring out for other people. Mm. And that just seems to be kind of like an endless cycle of, you know, I mean, just the the five or six things that I've done this morning just before coming here at two o'clock. Yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So if you're a person who is serving and serving and serving and pouring out, you need to remember to pour God's word back into you. That's right. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our way, right? right? We need to we need to be praying and in communion with God. 
Mm-hmm. We need to be gathering together in worship services on yep. the weekends. It's easy to go, oh, I'll just catch it later and then forget. But we need to be filled with the grace that God gives to us because we're not operating in our own strength and our own power. If we are, we're going to hit a wall. I also think about, too, as you think about yourself, well, let's just be honest, a lot of us don't think about ourselves. I mean, there's there's an introspection here that's required of, uh, you know, one of the things I love about grace and being here, as we talk about serving, I'm sure both of you guys, don't you just have hundreds of examples of people Oh, yeah. From oh, all yeah. of our campuses, yeah. like oh, yeah. when you hear serve, like if you if you said Grant, name one person at Winter Garden, like I I can't, I would name all of them. Like yeah. I just right. that's the culture that 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 Grace has is people serving. So I'm sure that a lot of people listening, you're gonna fall into that camp where you're not thinking about yourself a lot. Right. You're not you're not you're not giving yourself time to to be introspective right. and to think how am I really yeah. doing? Because yeah. you're asking how are you doing, which is wonderful, and I'm I'm so glad God gave you that heart. But at the same time, self-care is so important. Right? It's like we have to – I mean, Jesus got away to be with the Father. That's right. He left needs of people to get, to get away and be with the Father. Why? Because he wasn't going to be a help to anybody if he wasn't taking care of himself and taking care of his relationship with the and Father. And if Jesus right? needed that, I mean, come oh my on, gosh. you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think one of the things that shows us, too, that when, we, when we're able to pull away from that is that we're not Jesus. You know? yeah, that's right. I mean, we are not called to be the fixer of everybody's problems as ministers or, or even as, as Christians. You yeah. know, like our job is not to fix. Our job is to, as we talked about before, be the presence yeah. of Jesus. But we can't be the presence of Jesus in someone else's life unless we get to the place where we're able to say, God, I'm connected to you and I have that life inside yeah. of me. That's right. Well, guys, I think we've come to the end of another podcast. I feel like this time always goes so quick, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It yeah, really it does. does. I don't know if it does for the listeners, but it does for us. <laughs> right. They're like, nope, that felt like uh, the full that, 23 right there. <laughs> that was 60 that was, minutes flat. I was counting That's it. right. Guys, we hope that this has been helpful to you. And if it has, please rate and review Next Steps on Apple Podcasts. This is Pastor Mike. Pastor Clint. Pastor Grant. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Due to the coronavirus, Grace is not gathering in person right now, but we're still worshiping and learning together online each week. Find out how you can be a part of Grace at Home at discovergrace.com.